Do you remember when we role played? It's, it's, been, we, it's been a while ago. Do you remember? Do you remember? We've had a couple role plays. What was your favorite? My favorite one would probably be. <laughs> or when. When I just. No, go ahead. When I had a costume. She's <laughs> uh, trying to be bashful, y'all. I'm bashful. I had a costume of a cop. Mm. Lady cop. A lady cop. Yes. I had all of the everything. Yes. The handcuffs. Yes. All of that. I didn't have a billy cup. But at any rate, so not to go into detail, I we were role playing. Not going into detail. Just takes a little effort, we can work it out. These things go hand in hand, know what I'm talking about. Can we have one without the other? One without the other, yeah. One without the other, one without the other, yeah. We made it through the test. Strengthening love and sex. We made it through the test. All right, all right, we are rolling. Hello, everyone. Hello. We are back at it here for the Strengthening Love and Sex podcast. Did you miss us? We I miss. I miss them. I miss them, too. Yeah, we miss talking to y'all. We hope that you all are being blessed by this podcast. We are trying our best to make sure that people get that fire back in the bedroom. Definitely Stir so. it up like coffee. <laughs> we want you to enjoy yourself because, after all, if you're going to be married for the rest of your life, shouldn't you enjoy it? Absolutely. It should be fun, right? It should definitely be fun. Every day is sweeter than the day before. So we're going to be talking tonight, watch this, about 10 ways to get the boredom out of the bedroom. Mm. You ain't got to be bored, boo. You can have some fun in your bedroom. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So if you're going to stay married and enjoy, and that's what we're trying to do, right? Make it last forever. Mm -hmm. We want you to be able to enjoy your bedroom, and your bedroom shouldn't be a boardroom. Did you hear what I just said? I said your bedroom should not be a boring room. Mm. I was watching this uh, sex coach that talked about the Coolidge effect. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't until so, you told me about it. So the Coolidge effect is a biological phenomenon seen in animals whereby males exhibit renewed sexual interest whenever a new female is introduced, even after sex with prior but still available sexual partners. To a lesser extent, the effect is also seen among females with regard to their mates. Behavioral endocrinologist Frank A. Beach claims in a 1974 letter to have introduced the term Coolidge effect in either 1958 or 1959, and he attributed the neologism, an old joke about Calvin Coolidge when the, the president, the president and Mrs. Coolidge were being shown around a, an experimental farm. Okay. And um, Mrs. Coolidge noticed that there was one rooster that was continually mating with other hens. Okay. And she said, does this go on all the time? And um, the doctor there on the farm, he said, yes, several times a day, 12, a dozen times a day. Mm. She's like, wow. wow. Then tell Mr. Coolidge that. Okay. So the president comes around after she's gone, and uh, they said, Mr. President, your wife wanted me to tell you that that rooster right there mates about 12 times a day. 
He said, hmm. Same hand? No, different hands. He said, tell Mrs. Coolidge that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the point was, she was trying to make a point. Why don't we do it more? Mm, okay. And then the president's like, yeah, I would do it more if I didn't have to do it with the same person. But I think that there's a way that you can have your cake and eat it too. Okay, tell me about it. Why can't you have that same feeling with the spouse that you're committed for, committed to for the rest of your life? Yeah, I think you can have, I think we all suffer from the Coolidge effect, don't you? you we, we're not blind. God didn't make us blind. And so we, if we see an attractive couple, we might say, oh, they're, they're handsome, they're beautiful. Hello. Am I the only one on this show? No, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, we might see somebody attracted, and we're like, attractive, and we're like, oh, wow. But the difference between animals and humans is that animals are impulsive, mm -hmm. and humans have self-control. Some humans have self-control. Should have self-control. Yes. And so, although we may entertain them, like, okay, they're beautiful, they're attractive, but I'm committed. And so we bypass that thought instead of acting out on that impulse like an animal does. But I think that it's possible uh, for us to, to have that same, take that same energy. Do you remember we went to Israel mm -hmm. and um, we visited the Holy Land and there was a museum we went into and it was talking about polygamy and how men can have multiple wives. But here's the rules that changed, that said it in my mind that I don't think polygamy will ever work for me. Uh, first of all, I love you, and I don't want to be with anybody else. But this, the, the reason practically it cannot work is because there's a rule that says a Muslim man can only be married to as many women as he can financially and emotionally support. Hmm. And I've discovered with you, love, <laughs> that all of my attention and all of my resources uh, can only support you. <laughs> I'm that much, huh? Yeah, you're, you're expensive. Uh, and it demands a lot of attention. If you're going to get this marriage right, it, it really takes a lot of attention. So what do you think, babe? I talked enough. Do you think it's possible to be with one person for the rest of your life without being bored? Absolutely, it's possible to be with one person for the rest of your life without being bored. But you have to be intentional to not be bored. And you have to communicate when you are. Which is funny that we use the word bored because we were talking about the word bored the other mm. day. And I said to you, you've never heard me say the word bored. Now, let's put this in context. I'm going to put it in context. We're talking about being empty nesters, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I was talking about being in the house by myself and how lonely and bored I was. And you said, have I ever said I was bored when y'all weren't here? Why is that? Why are you not bored? Because there's always something to do. As well as in a relationship, there's always something that can be done. Well, there's different ways that you can fix up your bedroom. If you want to make your bedroom into your sex haven, or you jumping into the good stuff. Okay, well let me rewind. We gotta, we gotta oh. ease them into this thing. You jumping all the way in the in the deep end okay. of the pool. I'm a rewind. <laughs> so let's go to number Great. one. What is number one? Well. You have to continue to reinvent yourself. Talk about it. By reinventing yourself, it's just having fun. We're not saying that you have to constantly change, 
But as you mature, mm -hmm. as you grow, as you guys become more comfortable, there are things that you can experiment with with your spouse if you both agree upon it. So, for instance, um, take somebody like Prince. Um, over the decades, Prince evolved and continued to reinvent himself. So that really doesn't mean that he fundamentally changed each time. He just experimented with different looks. A lot of women may have an indoor wig or, um, so be a different woman by experimenting with wigs and costumes and just. You know, we, we joke a lot, babe, about some of our friends who haven't changed their look since the 80s. Mm. And you can imagine how boring that might be to have the same look for four decades. And I think it's important, like you mentioned the example of Prince, the reason they have longevity in their careers is because they're able to reinvent themselves. And I think it's important for all of us to reinvent ourselves, whether it's a new hairstyle and new clothes. You'll be quick to tell me, baby, that's not in style anymore. Uh, you ain't leaving the house with that on. But baby, it's, it's, it's going to come back soon. <laughs> we'll put it in the back of the closet. <laughs> so we got to reinvent ourselves. The second thing I would say is you got to introduce some sex games into your bedroom. Yes. There's a child inside each and every one of us that still wants to play. And your bedroom should be your playroom. You should not be discussing um, children and bills and stuff in your what? bedroom. Right. It should, you, two things you should do in your bedroom. What are they? Sleep and have sex. Yeah. Sleep and have sex. That's the only reason you should be using your bedroom. Uh, if you start reading and doing work in there, it interferes with what it was created to be. You were mentioning turning your bedroom into a sex room. Mm -hmm. There was a show we watched on Netflix yes. where this older uh, lady was coming into people's homes and repurposing their bedrooms or empty rooms into their playrooms. It was so neat. And she would ask questions about what they liked and what they were into. So one couple had like a little dungeon with chains and whips and feathers. And then another one had like a bouncy seat with some uh, sex toys. But it's just according to what you're interested in. But the key point is don't let your bedroom be a boring room or a board room, but rather a playroom. And if you have children, make sure... <laughs> that the kids' <laughs> toys are not in your bedroom. And then two, make sure that your toys are put away. Yeah, we had funny story. So oh my goodness. When our son, he's 18 now. But don't be telling who it was. <laughs> but when he, when he was like three years old, he wandered into our bedroom and looked in the drawer beside mm -hmm. the bed and he found a circular ring that is stretching and he pulls it out it says daddy i didn't coco our dog at the time she's gone on to glory but uh he said i didn't know coco had a bracelet i said boy give me that it was my cock ring and i was mortified that my son our son had found our toy so we found a little zip bag yes. that we put in the top of our closet our, our sex toy bag so that our kids would not discover. Now, they're grown now, so, you know, we could put it by the bed. But, uh, yeah, that was a lesson learned. Absolutely. So the number three is you need to set a goal for how many times you're going to make love each week. I know it may sound mundane, but depending on your schedule, 
with you and your spouse, you may have to initially schedule sex. Mm -hmm. You may have mm -hmm. to schedule sex, but come up with a great number on the high end of it, uh, of your numbers that you both can agree upon, whether that's going to be seven, five, three, whatever it is, weekly, not monthly, weekly. It's important that couples have sex multiple times a week. What's the average uh, times per week for the average couple? Uh, three. Three. It's three times. I say three and a half. Three times. What's the half? And then a quickie. Uh, is it half the quickie? Yeah, half okay. or uh, oral sex, or you know, helping your 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 spouse reach climax. You may not need one, but they 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 might. And the average time for sex is seven to nine minutes. So really, they're all quickies. Shoot, that's, that's the average time. Six. Average time is seven to nine minutes. Now watch this. When we first meet, going back to the Coolidge effect. When we first meet somebody, there is a chemical release in our in our brain called serotonin. Mm -hmm. Serotonin is equivalent to the high you get from cocaine. Okay. When you meet somebody for the first time and you're attracted to them and y'all connect, it releases this chemical serotonin and all you can think about is that person. You're obsessed with them. It's, it's why people like falling in love. It's, mm. the, it's, the, it's the chemical that's released when you first fall in love. Now, what keeps you together long-term is a chemical called oxytocin. Oxytocin is a bonding chemical that's released during sex and after sex. Mm -hmm. So serotonin draws us together, but oxytocin keeps us together. So the more you have sex, what chemicals release? Oxytocin. oxytocin. When, you're, when you're in the afterglow and you're holding each other in the bed, what chemicals release? Oxytocin. oxytocin. So the more sex you have, the more oxytocin is released and the more you bond. If you're not having sex, guess what happens? That's a deprivation in oxytocin. Mm -hmm. And then it makes you vulnerable to the Coolidge effect, which is somebody around the water cooler at work saying, oh, you're so handsome, you're so pretty. Oh, let's go have lunch. And next thing you know, you're attracted to this person. And because you haven't bonded with your spouse, it leaves the door open for that other chemical to take over. So we must make sure that we are proper managers of our oxytocin. The crazy thing is, is the more sex you have with your spouse, the more you're bonded, the more sex you want. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, I don't feel like having sex. Sometimes you might have to act your way into a feeling instead of feeling your way into an act. And the more you feel your way into act, the more you want to do it because of the chemicals that are released. And the fourth thing you can do to help to have more sex in your marriage is role playing. Mm. We know when we were little how we would we would play teacher, cowboys and Indians, cowboys and Indians, bad guy, good guy, bad cop, yeah, yeah. So why not incorporate that into your adult bedroom yes. with your husband, your spouse? And it doesn't take a lot, just a little bit of creativity. But if you don't have any creativity, just Take a trench coat, um, put lotion all over your body, make sure that you are... Got lotion all over my body. <laughs> Do you remember when we role played? It's, it's, been, we, it's been a while ago. Do you remember? Do you remember? We've had a couple role plays. What was your favorite? My favorite one would probably be... <laughs> or when... When I just... No, go ahead. When I had a costume, 
Uh, She's trying to be bashful, y'all. I'm bashful. I had a costume of a cop. Mm, lady cop. A lady cop. Yes. I had all of the everything. Yes. The handcuffs. Yes. All of that. I have a billy cup. But at any rate, so not to go into detail, I we were role playing. Not going into detail. That's a song called Lady Cop by Lil Wayne. Oh, okay. So what happened? So what what I was doing was pretending like I was, you know, someone that was gonna arrest him, but then actually started acting like that I was interested in him. Just you know, just more fun play and I was like, Oh, are you married? And he was like, Yeah and I was like, Well does your wife do this? Does she do that? And look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then before you knew it, she had reached climax just talking crazy to me. And I was like, I was sitting there surprised. I'm like, wow, because, you know, as we talked about in the last episode, 90% of women do not reach climax through vaginal penetration. Right. But that night when you were role playing, you were in, out of your head and into somebody else. In the character, you reached climax on top of me. And I was like, this is incredible. So let's. Picked it back up in vacation. All right. Uh, number five, you have to introduce more foreplay into your routine. Absolutely. The older we get, it's the older we get, it takes more time to warm up. I, we liken it to an old car, old school car. You have to make sure um, that you give that car time to warm up. Y'all remember the old school cars where you had to go start it up in the garage? or the driveway, let it run. You go back in the house, get yourself together so the car can warm up. That's how it is when we go through the changes. My wife has been through the changes. I've been through the changes. Uh, when women go through the change and they uh, they lose estrogen, their walls thin. Let, let's just talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Now, going through the change is not, I used to think that it was a destination until my gynecologist was like, you need to stop thinking it's a, it's a destination, it is not a destination, that you will have some parts, uh, whether that's hot flashes, vaginal dryness, mm -hmm. um, a little more irritability, some will lessen, some will decrease, some will increase, but it's with you for the duration of your life mm -hmm. until you're no longer on this earth. So knowing that, put into perspective that I really need to pay attention to what I put into my body so that I'm not having hot flashes. Mm -hmm. And also when the with the vaginal dryness that I did seek out my gynecologist because the the, the walls of my vagina began to thin. thin. Mm -hmm. Now normally when we would shed the, um, our vagina walls that will be that was our cycle that we would have when we were younger mm -hmm. we would have our, our cycle but when we're older we no longer are producing those same um, things that make us have cycles and our vagina may become dry so if that is an issue mm. know that one it could be if you're taking any medication uh, that dries you up an antihistamine just be careful and just really think about what it is that you're putting into your body and how your body reacts to it but knowing that I need to communicate that with my my spouse so that you're not yeah. saying, hey, I don't want to have sex with you because I'm hurting. 
you know. So it, it takes a little extra time yes, to prepare, absolutely. right? Mm -hmm. So we keep coconut oil on the ready. On the ready. Man, coconut oil, y'all, it is the bomb.com. You hear me? You go to Walgreens, get you some coconut oil, and you rub it on your spouse. You can massage them with it, mm -hmm. massage her vagina, put it on your penis. Uh, and the thing about it is it tastes good, too. So if you put it on her and you go down, you know, you can uh, stimulate her and still have the sweet taste of coconut oil, and it is amazing. So she talked about what women go through. So for me, when I went through changes with my body, when the older we get, our testosterone levels drop. Mine dropped dangerously low to like 200, <clears throat> which means I wasn't sleeping well. I was gaining weight. Um, my, I couldn't sustain an erection. So I had to go seek out my urologist, and he gave me some medicine that really changed the game for me. I was depressed. I was gaining weight, and that helped me to get back up. But even with that, I still needed extra attention. Mm -hmm. Somebody type extra attention. Extra I needed attention. some extra attention on my penis because, uh, it, you know, when you're younger and your testosterone is like 1,200, as Eddie Murphy said, you get hard when the wind blows. But when you get older... And you want to, and you, you, your little buddy's down there like, yeah, I need some attention if you want me to get up. And so my wife has to give me attention. And so the best attention you can give your man in foreplay is oral sex. The erection from oral sex is sustained longer than any other kind of attention that you may give the penis. So extra foreplay, that's massaging, that's touching, that's talking, that's experimenting with the erogenous zones. Uh, that's massaging her clitoris, the, the hood, um, all of it, you know. And that's her stroking me and rubbing me. And, and the next thing you know, when you're ready, it's amazing. And so the more foreplay you can have, the better. Number six, babe, what is it? You need to set the ambiance. Get the clutter out of your bedroom. If you have a chair in your bedroom, and the only reason the chair is in there and it's accumulating clothes, two things, either remove the chair or remove the clothes. Mm. So I suggest remove the, the clothes because you can use that chair Yes. for some extra sexy time. And that stool. Time. Well, it depends. And they the may pillow. not have the stool. Again, I'm I just thinking about what's in the bedroom. The ambiance, candles, <laughs> you know, making sure that the room smells great. I, we like to put a blanket on our floor and pretend like we're, you know, having a picnic where it's just the two of us and we have, we will massage one another. Mm -hmm. uh, when it's cold outside, we'll light our fireplace. Yeah. It's just a whole vibe. So make your bedroom a vibe. Do y'all remember in college, old school people, y'all remember the incense, the gonish incense that you get at the beauty supply store? They still sell them. What's your favorite? I want, I want to just, this is just random, but what is your, what is your favorite Gonish incense? I like the uh, cedar wood. I like uh, the uh, coconut oil. I like the vanilla. Like vanilla. And then it was like five, number, number five six, and six. Seven, eight. Yeah, so my point is set the ambiance. Use every sense, every mm. sensory, like smell, touch, feel. Also, it's important to have that room temperature right because if you want to be... Bucky Nicky laying on the floor. You can't be too cold. You can't be too hot. So make sure you regulate that temperature. Mm -hmm. Number seven. Don't talk about business 
in the bedroom. Come on. There has to be a, as I always tell my husband, let's have a separation between church <laughs> and state. This is state. <laughs> so we need to make sure that we are not talking about work, wherever work is. We're not talking about work that pertains to the house or anything mm -hmm. that requires extra energy that is not focused totally on your spouse. Make sure you have a time limit, a cutoff time, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's when you first walk through the doors of your home or if it's 6, 7 p.m., whatever it is, make it. What about cell phones? Cell, cell phones, iPads, they really should live outside the bedroom. Mm. I know it's hard. Uh, we live in a microwave society where we'll grab the phone to check the the uh, weather or the news. Check the traps. I call it checking the traps, looking in your emails, see how whatever many, those see what people commented on your posts and all of that stuff. So they really should live outside the bedroom. But in the event that they cannot, there is a wonderful feature on your cell phone. If you are an iPhone user, I'm not sure what the others, where you can put it on like sleep mode, sleep mode or personal. I put one on there called personal, which means that only people in my... Um, what are those? In your favorites. And my favorites can get through to that, which are just my children. So if there's anyone else, they can't. I'm not get in your through. favorites. You are my baby. If you're with me, yeah, you in my favorites. Oh, I was just checking. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> so put them. Put your phone on do not disturb. Yeah. Uh, airplane mode, or just cut it off. Yep. Yep. Number eight. We're almost there. Turn your bathroom into a sensual spa time that flows into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. We are, one of the things, we, we repurposed a lot of rooms this past summer, this past spring. And in the spring of next year, the Lord willing, we want to repurpose our bathroom. Hallelujah. And we want to have some heated tiles. We want a big old bathtub where we can take a spa bath together. My wife will finally let me turn the jets back on. Uh, a a see-through shower with uh, two benches and two shower, shower heads. heads where, she, you know, she can sit down and shave her legs or she can sit on me in the shower, you know, whatever she wants to do. Uh, and the bathroom becomes a spa that is sexy and romantic. I just had a vision. What? Come on. Okay. Yes, you can. This is for adults only. Talk to me. I don't want to sit on you in the bed. I want you to pick. Hey, pick me up before you go, go. Yeah, I will okay, pick you up. I need, I need to pick me up. Uh, okay, sorry. Let's get, we're back on. We just got so Y'all like to be picked up? Type in the comment, like to be picked up. All right, uh, so we're going to turn our bathroom into a sensual spa time, and that flow at overflows into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember one time I um, told you to go take a shower, and while you were in the shower, I, I laid the blanket out. I, I heated up my massage oils. I took your robe and I put it in the dryer and heated it up. And I met you in the bathroom. I said, come on in here. I got something for you. And I brought her out, y'all, and laid her on the floor. Got the Chinese massage oil that heats up. Oh, yeah, it was on that night. I think I might need to do that tonight. All right. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, I think we do. <laughs> number nine. What's number nine? Get to know each other better by asking deep questions. Or random facts. <laughs> or random facts about each other like what was your favorite if you don't know it already you know just just have just take your pillow talk to mm. the next level mm. you know and it doesn't have to always just be 
when you're laying in the bed. If you guys are, you know, watching, t if it's movie night, you guys watching movies together at home and your feet are laid across his lap and he's massaging your feet and you guys are just talking about <laughs> random things or, you know, how you're doing in 2022 or anything. <laughs> th those things actually bring you closer together. You get to know each other better, you know, asking stuff like, what was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you when you were a teenager? Mm. Uh, or what is your favorite movie of all times? Uh, or stuff like, what's your bucket list for travel? What, mm -hmm. are, what are the top 10 places you want to see that we haven't seen uh, before we leave this earth? You know, we, we talk about random stuff like that. And it's just a, it's a way to get to know your spouse right. better and keep that keep those lines yeah. of communication open. Going back to the Coolidge effect, you find out stuff about your spouse you never f knew before, and it's like, oh, I didn't know you like dressing up like a cop. Wee do wee do wee wee do wee do wee. <laughs> so you got to continue to find new things about each other, and that's exciting. I'm going to close with number 10. Okay. And that is to pray together. Absolutely. One of the things we do before we go to sleep every night is that one of us leads the other in prayer. It's been it's been proven that men who pray with their wives experience more intimacy in their marriage than men who don't. There's a vulnerability um, that is necessary for a man to lean into a, a power that's higher than himself and for his wife to see that, to, wife, to see him initiate that. It does something to the wife's heart to say, that's the priest of this house. That's, that's my husband. And when we're in our proper place as the priest of the house, the blessings of God flow through us. And the intimacy of us touching and agreeing. The Bible says where two or three are touching and agreeing, there I will be in the midst. The glue that keeps us together is the prayer, the common bond of being believers and seeking a power higher than ourselves. That brings us together. Anything else you want to say about how we keep the bedroom from being boring? If you are feeling bored in your relationship, then make sure that you talk with your spouse. Make sure that the timing is right and offer. Just, just don't go to your spouse and say, it's boring. We do this all the time. It's vanilla. Offer suggestions. Mm -hmm. A man does not like for you to come to him just nagging or saying what is wrong will offer some suggestions on how about we try this That's or good. how about we go here and do that and then ask him well what do you think how do you feel about that are you feeling the same way so that dialogue is is helping to find out what is going on in your spouse's head and therefore you guys are laying a different foundation a new foundation and you guys will have fun once you guys d determine what it is you want to do and be spontaneous Absolutely, everything yeah. hadn't got to be planned out uh -uh. you know we like to be attacked men like to be attacked like if you come in and just jump on us or wake us up you know with a blowjob or while we're in the bedroom doing something you just start taking your clothes off Believe me, you're going to get our attention. Or while he's working in his office, you just walk through with no clothes on. <laughs> that part. <laughs> or, like my wife did one time, come and jump on the hood of my car when I pull up in the garage oh, with said, nothing on. You said that's what you want. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. Oh, I'm going to ask for it all. <laughs>
listen, this has been so much fun uh, talking with you guys tonight. I hope that you got some tips on how to keep boredom out of the bedroom. It's not supposed to be boring. If we're going to stay married for the rest of our lives, we what? Might as well enjoy. Enjoy. Uh, I believe it was, um, oh my gosh, Bill Russell who played for the Celtics. He said, we, we got to play today. We got a game schedule. Mm -hmm. We got to play. We might as well win. Might as well. We're, we're married. We, we're going to have sex, so we might as well have some great sex. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want for you guys. Listen, speaking of great sex, we got a great trip. It's been proven that when you go on vacation, it does something to the libido. Mm -hmm. New places, new scenery, you're around new people. It is amazing. You get to make love out on the balcony. Or if you're daring like us, maybe in some public places where you won't go to jail. Um, but we're going we're going to celebrate next year 30 years of marriage. <laughs> 30 years of marriage. And we want to go to one of our favorite spots, Couples Towers in Jamaica. It's absolutely breathtaking. It's gorgeous. It's sexy. Food and drinks, activities, excursions, all-inclusive. And we want to take you with us. We got room for 30 couples, 30 for 30. Mm -hmm. And you can lock in your room before October 30th. Lock in your room by simply paying a $100 deposit. And that secures your room. And then we'll start a payment plan. We'll tell you about all the details uh, for what it's going to cost. It's very affordable. And um, I think you and your spouse We'll have a wonderful time. And all these things we talked about and, and how to get the boredom out of your bedroom, we'll be teaching on that and more. Mm -hmm. We'll be going to Dunn's River Waterfall. We'll be going on a yacht, you know, uh, for a day party. We will be having uh, uh, beach parties. We will be having games. Um, there, uh, There's a place where you can, if you choose, you can bathe in your birthday suit. Um, that's on you and your spouse. It's not part of our curriculum, but it's just something you can do on your own. And I've even seen those TikToks where you can go and get massages with the mud from the river. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, out on the little rafts, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's pretty hot. So we're going to do a lot of fun stuff, but we want you to go with us. And that's going to be June what? The 6th or the 12th? 2023 yes. something like that yes around that yeah time. we'll and give we'll, you those we'll give you more details yes. on our next podcast but in the meantime in between time please go and sign up for that and then lastly we have a new uh membership program that we would love for you to be a part it's called the eden circle mm -hmm. tell them about the eden circle the eden circle is where stacy and i are just will be there for just a number of couples where you'll get discounts on international and domestic trips that we are putting, that we're sponsoring, that we're hosting. Also, we, a lot of couples have been coming to us for counseling. Those in our, our mm -hmm. Eden circle will get a very discounted rate for counseling. We also will have monthly additional podcasts and teachings and trainings, master classes every month. Every month. We'll have a Facebook group for things that private. we, a private Facebook group. So all those things that you need a coach for, that's what we be, we will be there for. Yeah, we want to be your coaches, your intimacy coaches, your sex coaches that is grounded in scripture. Going back to my book, The Naked and Unashamed book that you can get on Amazon, we talk about how God wants us to be passionate, erotic, enjoy sex. 
and we want to coach you and walk with you uh, throughout the year, you have access to uh -huh. us. So the way to get to become a part of the Eden Circle is to go to theedencircle.com, theedencircle.com, and you can become a member today. Well, listen, we can't wait to talk to you next week. I believe it's going to be some more fun. And if this podcast has blessed you, <clears throat> please go in the comments and, and leave a comment. Please give us some five stars. Share the link with your friends. Please share the link with your friends. And let's keep this party going let's because going. we want to help strengthen love and sex. And we want your marriage to be all of that in a bag oh, of chips. Absolutely. All right. Love you guys. And we'll see you next time on Strengthening Love and Sex. Holla. Mm -hmm.